Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. official performance tests at Sebring, Florida, Indianapolis, Watkins Glen, New York, and now at Riverside, California, comparably equipped showroom V8 models of Plymouth Ford and Chevrolet meet again in tests of things you buy a car for. These official tests are conducted at Plymouth's request by an independent research firm. Now, here are the official results from Riverside. Plymouth wins nine out of ten events. Plymouth wins highway passing. Plymouth wins the kilometer run. Plymouth wins the emergency stop. Plymouth wins 0 to 60 acceleration. What do these tests mean to you? They prove that a Plymouth exactly like one you'll find in your dealer's showroom beat Ford and Chevrolet in acceleration, handling, and gasoline economy. Plymouth perform best in things you buy a car for. Get the car proved best in Test Track USA. Get up and go Plymouth. In things you buy a car for. Right. Okay, Plymouth. Yeah, I, I need to outrun a Ford and a Chevy. You know, that's the reason why I buy a car. It's interesting to note, and this was 1964, that every time an automaker brought their vehicle against somebody else's, they, they won the majority of the stuff all the time, which means somebody ain't telling the truth or they're configuring stuff a little different. If you notice commercials back then, yeah, anytime they get into that, it doesn't matter who the automaker is. They're up against competitors. Oh, yeah, we do it. Although Plymouth was at least modest to say they didn't win 10 out of 10 because, you know, 9 out of 10. It's supposed to be more believable, I guess. Oh, well, 1964 Plymouth Fury. It's the automaker's second most popular car after the beloved Beetle. And I'm talking about the Volkswagen Golf. The one that's been offered in a variety of configurations by the German automaker, and it's almost 50 years production. Gasoline or diesel, hybrid or electric, with three or five doors. The Golf has seemingly been the Swiss army knife for the Volkswagen passenger fleet. It even was marketed for a bit by a different name in the United States, the Rabbit. Introduced in 1974, the original Golf Mark I was a front-engine, front-wheel drive replacement for the air-cooled, rear-engine, rear-wheel drive Volkswagen Beetle. This is Topic A. And while Volkswagen purists may lament the exclusion of the sport-oriented GTI models, this review will focus on the history of the Golf R models, starting with the first one, the one I fell in love with, the ever-competent R32. And the R32 was the first R model for the Golf, and unlike the better-known GTI, it was the world's first production car with a dual-clutch gearbox, better known as DSG. Considered to be the pinnacle of the model line, the R32 included every performance, safety, and luxury feature Volkswagen had to offer. They introduced the car to American journalists in Phoenix, Arizona at the racetrack there. A six-speed manual transmission made it to the automaker's legendary Halidex transmission-based four-motion all-wheel drive system was a driver's paradise. The R32 was literally an extension of the driver. It was fast and loved to be pushed. Curves, straightaways, it did not matter. Needless to say, the limited one-year run of 5,000 units sold out quickly. Now in its eighth generation, the Golf R continues to evolve a legacy of understated performance first pioneered for the 2004 model year with the introduction of the rally-inspired R32. Now, 
This fifth iteration of the performance Halo ups its ante with a new race-inspired content and premium features. This year, the Golf R is available in two trims, the fully equipped Golf R and a limited production Golf R 20th Anniversary Edition. After receiving a full redesign for model year 2022, this 8th generation Golf adds minor cosmetic changes. Power for the Golf R is produced by a 2.2-liter four-cylinder gasoline turbo engine that makes 315 horsepower and 280 foot-pounds of torque. Energy is communicated to all four wheels through a six-speed manual gearbox. The seven-speed DSG automatic is an available option. EPA fuel economy numbers are 20 city, 28 highway for the manual, 23 city, 30 highway for the automatic. Premium unlighted gasoline is recommended. Cargo capacity is 34.5 cubic feet with the rear seats folded. And payload capacity is 926 pounds. Here's what I liked about the vehicle. The Golf R starts with an aggressively attractive exterior design. And let me get to the point right now. This car is fun to drive. You won't need to dial in any of the drive modes, and it's got plenty. Comfort, sport, race, and race has uh, has two other sub-modes with uh, drift and special, oh my God, and custom. The hatchback is perfectly suited for the six-speed manual. The Golf R has pull-away power in every gear. Almost no need to downshift. Standard all-wheel drive keeps the car connected to the driver, and the sophisticated control hardware keeps the performance hatchback connected to the road. Wide Bridgestone Potenza 5005 235-35R19 summer performance tires work with the low, wide stance of the car to add its stable nature when driven aggressively. Inside the car, the seats are supportive, and the rear seating area is impressively accommodating for two adults. 20th anniversary model features a heated steering wheel as well as heated seating in every position, front and rear. The rear seat also features separate climate controls, dual cup holders in the center armrest, and two mini USB ports. The cargo area is what I have come to expect from Golf models: square and functional, with the 30—I'm sorry, the 70/30 split rear seats, which fold virtually flat with the cargo floor. And a few more points to note: the head-up display system was marvelous. The wireless cell phone charger located just below the infotainment system was perfect. Here's what I didn't like about the vehicle. In the midst of all this driver-inspired goodness, there are some glaring points that might mar my wonderful memories of this car. First and foremost, and I say this with all sincerity, the infotainment system has been the worst layout of any of I've used ever, even worse than BMW's MMI when it first came out in 2001. Volkswagen's attempt to go minimalist with the controls and switch gear only serves to frustrate the driver. Where many automakers have actually built in convenient, redundant controls for the basics, like adjusting the radio, climate control, etc., the Golf R makes it almost impossible to use any of it when underway and even hard to use when parked. The Golf R has a total of four mini USB ports. There are no standard USB ports for those of us, hey, that have an Android phone or device. The benefit of the low profile of the vehicle may pose a problem in parking lots and curb stops. Pay attention to that front warning system. It could save you a bumper. The rear view camera is distorted, making it useless at the very time I need it, like backing into something, you know, backing into a parking place. <laughs> wow. With all the excellent rear view cameras I've experienced in vehicles at a variety of price points, the distortion of the camera when backing into a parking space makes me less likely to use it. And finally, Where's the spare tire? 
I couldn't determine if the summer performance tires that the Golf R is riding on are self-sealing or run flats. In fact, or if in fact there is a spare and I didn't find one. Yikes. So here's the bottom line. First and foremost, the Golf R is a driver's car. And there's no doubt in my mind that if you love to drive and have that experience with a passenger car where you, the machine, and the road are one, then you are going to love the Golf R. However, if you need to have your tunes right and your climate control subject to be ingested while underway, this car may make you a little crazy. But hey, every relationship has a little crazy in it sometimes. You be the judge. The manufacturer suggested retail price for the 2023 Volkswagen Golf R hatchback starts at $44,710 for the manual and $45,540 for the automatic. Destination charges add $1,095. And I'll add this. The Golf R 20th anniversary hatchback as tested were no options. And the total MSP for this car I drove coming with destination charges, $46,485. This is the Tech Mobility Show. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. Welcome to aonmeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to aonmeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's aonmeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial.